about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. And I mean the first half of the season Herons. How you doing, sir? I mean, I don't even know if it's the first season Herons. That was just a blunder. First half of the season. Def- yeah. Uh, yeah, the first half. Of the- it was it was a defensive blunder. Defensive blunder. Yeah. That's all I have to say. But you know what? No, even during League's Cup, this that was the deficiency. We get beat on the counter consistently. And no matter who was playing up front or in the midfield, that, that's just where we always suffer. So that wouldn't change no matter who's on the field. Now, would we score more goals? Possibly. But our yeah. defense has been lacking all season long, and it was apparent again today. So uh, here we are. Uh, I said we couldn't afford to lose to Chicago. We lost to Chicago. And uh, Big time. I haven't... I haven't gone in to see how exactly that affects us. Maybe we'll talk about that uh, next time. But I, I, it's definitely not looking good right now because we don't control our own destiny anymore. Wow. Just... I mean, look, I, I don't even want to talk about that. Just that comment that I just saw. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna act like I never saw it. Um, but I just want to mention that defensively, we were a fucking disaster. It was a complete. I mean, the 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 first comment that Kevo said was, "It's true. What a joke." Four one. I mean, the amount of exposure, the amount of exposure that was happening defensively is just that's just uncalled for. It is literally uncalled for. I do not understand how schematically we were playing defense. I mean, uh, look, and and we are huge fans of Noah Allen. And I don't know if this is a Noah Allen thing or if this is a strategic thing by Tata, but he was so high on defense. I mean, on offense, that his side would always be exposed consistently. But that's been all year long. Like We, we used to get on negative about it. We say Jordi Alba doesn't play defense. It, it's not them. It's the tactic. They have their wingbacks contributing offensively. We, we don't really use our wings that high up because we make overlapping runs with our wingbacks. And those are the ones that are always caught up out of, out of position. And we're constantly getting caught on the counter. That was it. The, was it the, the second goal? I, I believe the second or third. I forgot which goal it was. But there was a goal where Kamal Miller is defending Basically, Noah Allen's space. Oh, no, I got, I got pictures. I got pictures of that. We're going to go over yeah. it. I mean, if you want to go over it. We can go through it, it in order. Go... No, we can go in, in order. But but yes. it, 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 I, 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 I hate blaming Yedlin, Noah Allen, Jordi Alba, Negri, and all of them for their defensive responsibilities because in reality, that's why I say that let's play with five in the back. Now, I understand that Aviles wasn't available, so obviously that, that makes it a lot more difficult to play with those five in the back. Because, I mean, usually we have, what, when Avilis wasn't playing, we had Noah Allen playing left center back, and then we had Jordi Alba out on the left wing back. But Jordi Alba is not here. Like, people are saying, you know, that this team is nothing without Messi. But you have to take into account, we're missing Jordi Alba, we're missing Campana. What team is successful without their top three players? 
Yeah. Because, I mean, Busquets, I guess you could say, is one of the top three players also. But for the most part, Campana and Messi are the two that contribute the most offensively. Jordi Alba constantly contributing offensively from the left side. And then Busquets, obviously, uh, in the midfield. So when you're missing three of your top four players, name me a team. I don't care where in the world that's going to be very successful missing their top three players. And and the and look uh, and people are saying exactly what you're what what you're going against. Where I mean, Mohammed is here saying the reality is Inter Miami is the worst team in MLS without Messi. You're absolutely wrong, absolutely wrong. And and also uh, there's somebody that put up in the comments that we got to stop pumping up Fari, Farias. I don't know about you guys if you guys have been paying attention to the podcast in no way, shape, or form. At least myself. I don't pump Farias up, and I know Danny doesn't either. Farias to me is a is 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 not great, especially the fact that he's Stefanelli 2.0. We got two guys that serve literally the same purpose. Um, it's, it's I, 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 so all right, I'm, I, I'm not with let's, you on let's, the, let's on not the get off the course. Okay. Do you have any other opinions before? Yeah, I'm not with you, you on what, the What do you take. think about? Well, do you want to? You want to? Okay, so let's look at the starting lineup. Go for it. So we had we had the starting lineup. We had Calendar, of course, in goal. We had Noah Allen playing left back, Miller and Kristoff playing the middle backs, uh, center backs, and then we had Yedlin playing the right back, Kremaski, Busquets, and Arroyo filling the midfield, and then Farias sort of playing the left wing, Taylor playing the right wing, and Joseph, of course, starting at the striker position since Campana uh, is uh, MIA with an injury. So. First of all, well, tell me what you think about Farias, and then I guess we'll talk about your thoughts on the starting 11. Uh, I think Farias isn't necessarily the best playmaker, but I think that he does contribute with his runs, and I think he's a good player. He's had a, a, a bad run over the last couple of games, I guess you could say. But, for example, I know everybody's killing him for that, for that missed goal that he had where he went wide left. I forgot what oh, the yeah. defender's name was, but he was closing in on him, and he felt his foot stick out. He, he, he had no option to go uh, a far post. So he went near post, obviously kicked it incorrectly. Is that an excuse? Maybe not. But I, I, I'm not quick to get off the Farias uh, a bandwagon just quite yet. I think the kid's going to be really good. I mean, look, I'm not saying that this guy's talentless. Farias yes, has talent. No, I'm not. He yes, has sir. talent. But I want to tell you something that I mentioned in the podcast one time before. Robert Taylor plays a lot stronger on that left side, and so does Farias. The moment you put Taylor on the right, they're nowhere to be found. Same thing I, with Farias, I, nowhere to be I found. Don't, I don't think Robert Taylor looked horrible today. I tell you that he had a horrible it take. Is. where He just randomly started dribbling into his own final third. I, don't, like, I, I wasn't sure what he was trying to do there, that, and that led to the third goal. But and both, both, Robert Taylor and, both Robert Taylor and Farias uh, had giveaways that led to that that led to a goal mm-hmm. um you know and as far as the starting lineup is concerned and i'm just going to bring it right back up real quick i thought the starting lineup was fine uh, finally they started a royal we're not going to play around with this stuff anymore like let, let's get to it right and then the remainder i mean what what else are you going to do you have campana down you have joseph you have a uh, um jordi alba down you have messi down so, I mean, at this point, and this Aviles. is the best starting lineup that you can possibly put together. And yeah, Aviles and was Aviles, out because, right. of, because he was suspended with too many yellows, yellow accumulation. So, we were obviously undermanned. 
Um, I and even even then, yes. I still thought that this team could and should win after that first half. I remember after when the first half was over. I know we're gonna get into the first half right now, but overall, yeah. the first half, I thought to myself, both these teams are playing poorly. That, that's what I would tell myself. Both yeah. these teams are playing poorly. Miami could steal this one. That's what I was thinking to myself. Um, and but go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to sort of go into the first half. But, I mean, that's a good point that you're bringing up. I mean, in the beginning, in the first half, it, it, it was, I mean, at that point, you really had nothing to, to, to feed off of on both sides. Both sides played poorly. Uh, and Tank was saying here that that thought they should have made more subs. The only sub that I think that he could have made that he didn't make was maybe David Ruiz. It, and even then, I thought Arroyo wasn't playing that bad. Like I, I thought Arroyo playing was playing poorly. pretty decent. No, I thought Arroyo was playing pretty well. So I um I don't see what else he could have done. Like who, who, you can't take Joseph off for anybody. He took Robert Taylor off for Stefanelli, which I guess makes sense. Uh, what what else are you really gonna do? I, w- I want to bring this comment up by Mike V because this is exactly what I was thinking at some point towards the end of the game. Why the F are we not whipping balls in the box? I know we don't have Campana, but we tried playing down the middle the entire game. This is, I think, well, I don't want to say it's the first time, but I clearly saw that when players had the ball on the sides, they did not in any way, shape, or form want to cross the ball. I mean, literally the complete polar opposite of Neville Ball. And the worst part is, is that you don't have. You know what? No, you just don't have anyone to to be able to manage the ball efficiently in the middle around pressure. The thing here is, and it's it sucks because it's a no win situation if you lose the game, right? Because last game it was like, oh my god, back to Neville Ball. All we're doing is whipping it in. And now today yeah. is like, oh, we lost. Oh, here we go. We should have just been whipping yeah. it in. What the hell? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you, you can't we win. Can't, we can't. Yeah, it. we can't. If you don't yeah. win the game, this, obviously somebody's going to complain about something. So I guess I get it. But you know what? Whipping it in doesn't work for this team when Campana and Aviles aren't on there because who else is going to get to it? Nobody. Nobody. So yeah. and, and, and Noah Allen isn't necessarily the best at whipping the ball in from the left side. Uh even though he had a beautiful low cross, beautiful low cross that hit the post in the first half. I forgot who it was that that uh, that was on the at the end of that one. But that was a beautiful pass by Noah. I mean, he can't do it through the air, but those low crosses seem to work a lot for him also. So, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not thinking to myself, why they don't we cross it in, even if we don't have anybody to head it like I, it doesn't work for us. That's 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 not an option for us, in my opinion. That's not an option. And if you would have done it, you guys would have been like, it's Joseph in the box. Why are we doing that? That doesn't work. Yeah. Just think about it, guys. If they would have done it, it wouldn't have worked. I much prefer what they tried today. And by the way, we're not going to get into we'll wait into the second half in a sec. Because the second so, half, I thought, looked a lot better than the first half, obviously. Yeah. And and uh, Marasovic is, is commenting, no one can whip it in. There's, we got players that can be able to whip it in. I mean, if you're talking about Farias, then yes, you're right. But Robert Taylor is a good crosser. You have Noah Allen who can cross as well. You have well, Robert Taylor had, did one or twice, and he got him nothing. Yeah, nobody can get yeah. to I it. I mean, but that, but that's well, that's that exactly your point, right? You, you can cross it as much as you want. Go back to Neville Ball and just say, "Hey, look, let's cross." But if we got nobody that's going to be able to get the ball, then there's really no point of that. So let's get through the first half a little quickly. 
So the one thing that I wanted to mention uh, that, that really stood out to me uh, is that Busquets, at times when I was watching the game, was literally quarterbacking the entire game without even having the ball. It was, uh, it was around the 23rd minute where he was just kind of like asking people, hold off, you wait right over there, you wait over here, you come over here. And so you see him sort of quarterbacking all these pieces in his brain, and then it results to a possible goal on the 23rd minute. And I saw that, and he's the one. A lot of people were commenting, why is Dixon Arroyo kicking it back? He's the one that's requesting him to kick it back, rotate it back over. So that's one thing that I wanted to mention because a lot of people were saying, well, Dixon Arroyo keeps kicking it back uh, to, to the center backs and re-rotating it over again. That wasn't him. That was Busquets like sort of like playing chess out there. And I imagine that that's at the, at the, at the helm of Tata's imagination as well. So no, of course he get, he gives them free reign to to coach from the from on the pitch like I, I wouldn't yeah, doubt that yeah um and overall Kamal Miller is him ahead. Danny I just want you to know that yeah Kamal Miller that, is that him. extension I mean, guys I I don't know our center backs to me played great our center backs to me played great we we got scored on four times but our center mm-hmm. backs our center backs played great. I think our center backs uh, play great. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I that's no, what I think. Uh, in that that Robert Taylor, um, that Robert Taylor uh, giveaway when they scored, I think it was the third goal. I want to say it was the yeah. third goal. Um, I thought Christopher could have done a better job of of uh, closing on the, the, this guy that was cutting in behind them. Uh, yeah, maybe lack of communication because he just was Roman Freeman back there. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess they weren't horrible. I wish Avilas would have been there. I really wish that they would go to five in the back. That, that's what I really wish. I wish they would go with five in the back with with as, as much pressure as Tata likes to push up with his wing backs. I wish they would just go with five in the back because we just keep getting like it, it, I kind of I'm tired of talking about it because I feel like it's been all year long. It's just beat Miami on the counter. Just buckle down, play the, the mid to low block. And then once you get a turnover, just buck it the other way. And it's and it's just constant, constant, constant. You cannot turn the ball over because we're gonna get beat. And it, it's just it happened again today. It's it's been really rough. Thank you, Heartbreak Guitars, for kicking it in on the on the live session, brother. Appreciate it. Alan Yellen were hard today. But but you're saying that defensively? Because I didn't think they were horrible. I didn't think that they were horrible. Did you think that Yedlin and Allen were horrible? I thought that Allen, and again, I don't want to say that Noah Allen was horrible, uh, but I do want to say that there's I think neither some... one of them was horrible because they're told to play that high up. You're going to get beat on the counter. Yes, they should be fast enough, I guess, to get back, but I, I mean, wanna... they're, they're at a loss. So, okay, so let me, let, let's me let get to the pictures that I have saved here, right? Go for so, it. So we'll go and we'll start with the. We'll, Finished first half, it was boring, no scoring. Both of them played like complete utter garbage. Can we get to this comment at some point after we're done talking about the game? Because no, Tariq, Tariq is off the chain today. Tariq, you, you're on a bender right now, buddy. I, 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 I want to talk about that after we're done talking about the game. So I want to, I want to mention, I want to show some pictures that I took here. So these pictures are on the 48th minute. Okay, now I want you guys to see something here. I took the picture of this because. At this 
point, you start to see, I believe that's Shakiri. And he is literally, if it's not Shakiri, it's somebody else, but I think it's Shakiri. He's passing it over to the to the right side, which is the top of the screen. And look at where Noah Allen is. He's literally right on the bottom right-hand side of where the ball is. That's where he is. Completely exposed under where the score is, his area. Right? So I decided, let me move a little bit forward. And here's another picture. Right? So there's Noah Allen trying to catch up. He's behind Kramaski, Right? You have Miller that has to push up. He has to overcompensate. Because at that point, the whole thing is just a blunder. And then look at what's happening here. End result, you have both center backs having to overcompensate. You even have Busquets coming in trying to guard the middleman. And then look at where Yedlin is. Now, at that point where Yedlin is, he's not hustling back. He's literally jogging. And then there's a point where he slows it down to even a lesser of a jog. And once they cross that ball over, forget about it. Shakiri's there, and it is in his pocket, that goal. So at that point, in this goal, yes, I believe that Yedlin didn't hustle back. Now, of course, he was probably really high, had to hustle back. But at this moment right here, Yedlin did not come back on time. And then, of course, at this moment here, we have Noah Allen that was way too up completely out of position he was nowhere near where his zone was but Yedlin wasn't even in that first picture look i'd have to watch it in real time because it's, it's easy to yeah. see that still image and see and say that Yedlin didn't hustle i'd have to see that replay back because it's a still image if he's running full speed and he got to that place running full speed then how you get like i'd have to see that back i don't, I don't I was gonna life. i was gonna record it and but play then you don't want it to up. get canceled by apple well exactly because then all of a sudden we're done so pictures yeah. are just going to have to do. So I get it. Uh, uh, well, I, I'd have to go back and look at that. But and um, in that look, same I, way, uh-huh. that same thing that happened happened, I think, twice, if not three times on two or three different goals. I, th- I know for sure, too. It was the same thing. I mean, it's essentially an instant replay, but at least on two goals. Not sure about three, but two goals for sure were played out exactly the same way. I see a couple of people saying that 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 Yedlin didn't run back or he he was lollygagging. I, well, well, I guess I have to believe you. I'll watch it back myself and, and see if it's yeah. true. Um, and it's, you're telling me to stop. Somebody said stop defending, I guess, Yedlin. Yeah. I didn't think that he played a horrible game. Now, in that still image, does it look poor? Yeah, I guess. But I don't know how far up he was. He's literally playing the touchline sometimes in our final third. Like he's crossed, he's getting up that high. Yes, he is. And it's because Tata plays so aggressive. Like, I understand. Like, how much did I kill Negri for not playing defense originally? I was like, this guy oh, no, is basically murdered. a left wing. Right. And the, but after a while, it, it wasn't like you can't even blame him anymore because he just yeah. never had a chance. He was never back there. It's constantly transition. He doesn't have a chance to kind of go ahead and um and, and recover. Because the 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 play so far away from him, so I, I don't like criticizing the wing backs or left the full backs for um, for defense. Because on this team, I don't even consider them defenders. Really, I really don't. Do you consider Jordi Alba a defensive player? I remember I thought it was funny when people were like Jordi Alba wasn't playing. 
the defense was missed in Atlanta, and that's why Atlanta scored so much because Jordy Alba's defensive prowess was missed. No, Jordy Alba isn't a defensive yeah, player. Like he's... Technically, he is, but he doesn't contribute defensively. None of the fullbacks contribute defensively on this team. Noah Allen, out of all of them, maybe Noah Allen. But Yedlin doesn't. Negri never did. Jordi Alba doesn't. Our fullbacks aren't made for that. When Robert Taylor plays back there, Robert Taylor isn't back there to play defense. No. He gets cooked. Robert Taylor's out there to, to, to help defensively. Our fullbacks are offensive players on this team. We don't play with five in the back. I got to stop saying five in the back. We play with three in the black and five midfielders. We play a 3-5-2, not a 5-3-2. Like, it's different. This team doesn't play with five in the back. Our fullbacks are offensive players. Well, but that's that's the thing, right? Like in, in this game, for example, you couldn't be able to bring Toto. So what do you do? I mean, you bring Sailor in. Is Sailor gonna be one of the back three? And then you're gonna have uh and then you're gonna have your your wing backs. And Tony AX is is uh chiming in into the chat. What did he say there, Danny? Jordi Alba actually tracks his man if he's in a back four. I mean, he hustles back. I'm not gonna tell you that he doesn't. He but he's not back. his priority is not to come back and play defense. So on that point, yes, I can agree with you. His priority is is completely different. Well, I, I will give you one thing. When Jordi Alba is on but, the pitch, which has been coincidentally a lot of times when Messi has been on the what pitch. What else can we do? When when Jordi Alba's on the pitch, which has mainly been with Messi, right? Because they both more or less got injured at the same time. The the benefit of having Jordi Alba back there. And where I guess he shines defensively, I guess you could say, is the fact that he doesn't lose the ball very much. Yeah. Messi doesn't lose the ball. Like it's it's a lot more fluid. We don't have we don't turn the ball over as much, so we don't get beat on the transition as much. So I'll give that to Jordi Alba. Yeah, like so this if, comment if, right here. So so if you want to say that as far as contributing to the defense, okay, I'll give you that. But I I don't I don't think that he's a a great defender, and not because he can't be but because that's not what he plays on this team our fullbacks aren't defenders we don't play with fullbacks we play with five midfielders i'm gonna stop saying fullbacks i'm gonna stop saying five in the back it's three five two we play with no fullbacks and and you're not wrong and and i mean this is like all tactical stuff here guys slush is mentioning lax tactics he's just not good with the ball and defending for for the ball i mean look uh, tactically Wanna, you did i say somebody like tactics no 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 that was somebody oh. in the comments oh, but oh. look but to me when it comes i mean we, listen guys we got a freaking coach who's like like a world beater no this guy's like one of the top coaches mm -hmm. why isn't he putting something together that's more effective you have to work with what you with the players that you have so back then it was Phil Neville is a terrible coach, right? I mean, I keep going to Phil Neville, but it's a, it's an easy it's an easy it's an easy place to poke because it's the truth. Back then, people were slamming Phil Neville, saying he's the worst coach. He doesn't know how to how to be tactical with the players he has. Don't complain about the players. Don't complain about the talent. Do something about it. Why aren't we giving the same thing to Tata? I mean, Tata is like a world class coach. Here he is with better players than Neville ever had. And what are we doing? Getting scored four points on. I think Tata is a brilliant mind in football. But 
I mean, he has. I mean, like most soccer coaches or football coaches, I mean, they 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 fail a lot. Also, like Mexicans hated Tata when he was running when he was the the um, head coach of the Mexican uh, national team. They hated him. He he didn't do anything for them. Quickly out. Uh, I don't remember how his run in Barcelona ended, but I mean. Tata has been good. He was, you know, why I wanted him the most. Obviously, be, besides the fact that he has so much experience and he had a, a relationship with Messi, it was because he was so successful in Atlanta. I was like, well, you know what? Even if he failed with Mexico, even if he didn't, you know, get yeah. a bunch of Champions League uh, trophies in Europe, I like that he was here for two seasons with Atlanta and he won a, a cup. I was like, he true. knows how the MLS works. He knows how the travel works. Like, this is who I want. And and that's the biggest reason I wanted Tata. It's because of his success with Atlanta. Um, and and I'm not and and Tank. Just to be clear, I'm not blaming him for what happened in Mexico. But what I'm saying is that he hasn't been successful everywhere, right? So you're saying that Tank said that the the team was old and trash. Look, you at at some point you could only be as good as the players that you have on your team, right? Yeah. So of course, when you're missing your top three players and. Uh, anybody, anybody in this right now, we have 169 people in here. Think of your favorite club and then think of the top three players and then eliminate those three players and have them go play a domestic game. Tell me how successful will they be when you miss three of your top players, if not the three best players on your team? I promise you, you're gonna have a difficult time winning. When I said this team is gonna make the playoffs, I thought, okay. Well, we have Messi and everybody else. We should make the playoffs anyway. And then Messi went down. I said, okay, well, we still have Jordi Alba. We still have Campana. We, we still have, you know, all these new players. Okay, now Campana's out. Now Jordi Alba's out. And it's like, okay, well, now it's going to get a little harder because when you're missing your top players, it's, 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 it's a tough hill to climb, which we haven't even gotten to the fact that we played very well when the second half started. But go ahead, Chris. You were going to say something. No, I, I just want to add to that because you're saying – Imagine your favorite team missing their three best players, but let's put the cherry on top here, guys. Come on, Papi. Make one of those players Lionel Messi. It's not, it's just not your top three players, guys. It's your top three players, and one of those guys happens to be one of the greatest players, Argument, I mean, uh, with arguments, of, of course, aside, of all time. So... For those of you who say, oh, well, Messi, this and that, and I love Messi, took all his ball sack. Guys, think about it through your prism and pick your favorite team and say, wow, if I had Messi and two great players and they all three were gone, how would my team, my favorite team in Argentina or in like, you know, South America, how would they look? Well, look, Joey said stop making excuses. And I agree. They should have won today. I, I still believe that they should have won today. And we can get into the second half. I think that we had opportunities. And, and let's start with, yes, they scored first. They caught us on the counter. And although we had the better team, it's our defense. Our defense is always lacking. It's just, it's just a horrible defense, right? They scored first, but we came back, and I want to get into this. We scored on that penalty kick. I believe that it should have been a red card. Taylor Tolman said, oh, he just wanted to make himself big. He knew what he was doing. But it wasn't full intention. I'm sorry. He went down. He saw yeah. was it. It was a Kremaki. Kremaki oh, yeah. was about to kick it. And he turns full around blow. and opens his arms. 
I'm yeah, sorry, that was intentional. How that's yeah. not a red card is beyond me. That is for everybody that's saying, oh, they're dying for Inter Miami to make the playoffs. They're dying for Inter Miami to just keep playing. Yeah. If they were doing that, they would have given us that call because they missed the right call. That was 100% a red card. He yeah. saw the kick coming. He turned around. He threw his arms up. That's a red card. Not just a penalty. They should have been playing with 10 men. It, 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 100%. Anybody saying that's not a red card? Because that was a red card. He intentionally threw his arms up to block the ball. Intentionally. That is a red card. Orange card. So what? I mean, there's... so so they didn't give us the red card, and then we went ahead, and then we had two great opportunities. This team, although I know everybody was saying that we should have been playing up the sides and whipping it in, even though it wouldn't have worked, we created those chances up the middle. Now, unfortunately, uh, Farias, I forgot who the defender was again, was closing in on him. He ended up going wide left because he couldn't go uh, far post because this guy was was creeping up on him. That sucks. Van Howe also had another opportunity. Just missed the far post, outside, wide, and, and that was it. But we had chances. So did this team play horrible? No. They didn't go ahead and capitalize on the chances that they did have. But they, they, they have to finish those chances. But, I mean, we have, what, how old is Kremaki? 18? And, again, yes. everybody's going to be like, stop making excuses. He's 18. Like, I, I, I don't expect him to be perfect. I wish he would have made that. It would have been great. I would have celebrated. But yes. he was in the right position. He tried to make the play. He went wide. He missed it. That's okay. Live to fight another day. Uh, unfortunately, we, we missed the chances. And then we kept getting beat on the counter, which is where we always suffer. Well, and I want to mention something here, guys, because you guys are talking about uh... – well, there's teams that are missing their favorite players and all this other crap that you guys are trying to, you know, whatever. I looked at PSG, and PSG was in first and second place in the last two years. And, and now they're like Castle today. And, and now, they and now they're in Castle. fifth place. Now they're in fifth place, guys. So for those of you who are tickling the ball sack, like, Look, get over it, bro. I'm 100% sure it. that there are no PSG fans in here because PSG fans hate Messi, and Messi hates PSG or or Messi fans hate PSG and whatever, you know, that, that whole mess. But Messi leaves, Neymar leaves, and guess what? PSG loses 4-1 to one in the shit. Champions League because they're missing, well, and, and technically they're not even their players. But how did that go when they were missing Messi? Lose 4-1 to one in Newcastle. Almiron, MLS product, by the way. So don't tell me that missing your best player like Messi – doesn't make a difference where PSG just got smacked up by Newcastle. So, and Champions League. So, it's not like PSG was joking around. No, they were taking that serious. So, come on, guys. So, so I mean, look, I just want to tell you guys to, to just eat it, okay? And Tank is telling you uh, PSG can go deep, 100% deeper tank. baguette, for sure. That whole league okay. can do that. So... By the way, second half was a strong half. Was a strong half in the beginning. Obviously, uh, we we got and let me tell you, Joseph playing very selfless, right? Joseph was re playing very selfless in this game. I thought that he was. I thought that he was better this game. I thought he was great. Uh, obviously, it's it's not great to just have your only goal be a penalty. Uh, and then, of course, I'm, I know that Mike V is going to chime in here and call him uh, 
uh, Ben Ben Pentines, Ben Ben uh, Ben Martinez and stuff. Which, yeah, I mean, he had other opportunities too, but there was opportunities that he had, and he said, you know what, I can make the better pass, and he wasn't wrong on those scenarios. He made the right pass. And those players just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. Like you mentioned, Danny. I mean, we had Farias had an opportunity, blew it. Kremaki had an opportunity, blew it. I guarantee and, you, and, if and Taylor we was on the, the left ball. side, he wouldn't have blown it. And and we were um we were getting in the box. Like I, I felt like we were creating heaven. Like we we started threatening for the first, I'd say 15 to almost 20 minutes of that first second yeah. half. We were on top of them. Like I felt like there was a second goal coming eventually. Oh yeah, because we were on it. Now eventually we got hit with a counter off of a goal kick, which is fucking pathetic. But and then at that point the wheels fell off. But like for the first 15, 20 minutes of that second half, we looked like a solid team building up the middle. Like you guys said, we shouldn't have. We were doing that and we were getting in the box and we were we were threatening, but we didn't create those final chances. Which is ultimately it doesn't matter if we can't create those. those those real chances. Yes, I get it. It was two true chances. I get it. But usually we don't even get in the box. We don't that we, we can't figure the out how to get in the box. Yeah, if we could if we just convert would, one of those. Yes, it would have turned the tide. Yeah. All right. Well, uh wait, do you want to go over that comment real quick by Tariq, or do you want to leave that for late last last? Uh well, let, let, I, I want to ask uh our guest about the red card because Okay. Uh, apparently the the chat doesn't seem to agree with me. So, joining us is uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, a lot of the chat's favorite guests. Also, our our main man from nineteen, you know, two thousand one, right? Back to the future, two thousand one Miami Fusion. He'll be here in South Florida on Friday to uh, have the Miami Fusion reunion podcast live recording at Mickey Irish Pub. And welcome, everybody, to our good buddy, Joe Shaw. How you doing, sir? I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm not in a cave with the lighting. Not really well. Not really well. We're, we're doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, we're all FC- doing okay. Right. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, Dallas was also supposed to play at the same time as Miami, so I was going to second screen it, but we apparently have a tornado warning that's going on. Oh, so sure. if I get lifted up out of here... <laughs> You'll know why. But they were saying, I was like, it's rain delay right now in Dallas. And they showed a video. It's raining sideways. So I don't know how much it might be MLS after dark. But anyways, so Dallas has not lost yet. Uh, yes, I would have. I want to I want to I want to say something. I wrote I've got yeah. I've got no By the way, right? because of the tornado, Joe, Joe, Joe joined us late, but he was supposed yes. to be a third host today yes. to kind of uh, post game this this reaction with us. So uh, go take it away, Joe. What, what did you think of the game? So this is a little ridiculous, but I've got some Halloween decorations up in my yard and I had to go take them down before they flew away. So um, I, I did. I was running down the street. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, I just want to, I wrote down some notes because I was watching this match intensely. And I want to point out there was a 10 minute stretch. I'm like pulling out the, the paperwork here. I feel like I need like one of those pointer sticks with the blackboard <laughs> there's a 10 minute stretch from the 52nd minute when there was the handball right the, until, the red card yeah yeah until uh taylor's bad giveaway that led to the goal in the 62nd minute in that 10 minute span miami gets a goal misses two chances had they made both of those chances it's three to one 
This game's over. It's game. It's done. Yeah. But I, I, will, I will say this. So Twelman said on the call, it's a yellow card. It's not a red card because it's not a obvious like sticking the arm out like Luis Suarez in the World Cup to block no, it. But, but Luis Suarez, I don't know what. No, no. That. <laughs> so I get that. That's like the the quote unquote reason. To me, if you go back and look, dude slips, turns around, and throws his arm out. And I know you could say it's from um, like a reaction, like he's just moving and it happens. But to me, oh, no. it looks like there's some intent. Um, okay, well, what? Yeah, okay, you could say that. But if you go back and look at it, no, 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 that's got to be a red card. It's got to be a red card, and I understand if they don't want to call it for one reason or the other. But that's a that's a red card, and if you get that as a red card, it changes the dynamic of the game. Karate hundred percent was yoga. hundred percent. The only the only time you stand up like this is when you're doing yoga. A hundred percent, Karan does yoga. Well, I was gonna ask Karan, are you like a 1990s epic break dancer? Right. <laughs> because that's the only reason that you would be using those moves in order to to, to lift yourself off the ground. Yeah, uh, Ro- Rohan is also agreeing too soft. That's not a red dude. This guy, fat Mr. Fantastic, stretched his arm out. Guys, come on. <laughs> Look, I, I can't I can't believe that people are saying that it's not a red card, but it's so be it. We still should have made those other two uh the chances with yeah. 11 guys on the on the other side yeah i mean ben Krim misses that in the 59th minute right joseph sets him up perfectly if he doesn't uh if he doesn't miss that it's it's a goal and then it doesn't even matter whether what card it was and then i'm trying to see who was it oh but i think it's 57 to the 58th minute right it was uh pass arroyo to martinez uh, just misses. Uh, I got. I was like scribbling really fast, so someone can fact check. Yeah, me I, I put. As a matter of fact, I put notes down saying, "What the fagundo?" Literally, <laughs> not even close to being that guy. <laughs> Fucked an assist by Joseph Fifty Eighth. Yes, exactly. You got it. You got to make I write my notes very, very. I write my notes very, vulnerable. very colorful. I, apologize. I yes. think. I think that's the biggest. To me, that's the biggest issue that I've seen with Miami this season is some good build up good momentum, terrible at finishing, and then it just swings back the other way eventually, which sucks. It does. And Karan is just, I mean, Karan, what, <laughs> but, what well, do you but, do, buddy? But it doesn't make sense. Try driving without your hands. From what you're saying, he's trying to diving. stand up without his hands. Why are his hands up? If he's going to help himself up, he would put his hands on the ground to help himself up. I can't even have that. How am I having this conversation? It makes it. it Maybe I'm misunderstanding what he's saying because I don't understand what he what he what he means. Well, all right. So ultimately, Joe, same issue as always. Transition defense. Yes. Now, I, I now the the chat is killing Noah Allen and, and Yedlin for not getting back on defense and, and just not being present. I'm saying we play with no fullbacks. They're basically wings. What do you think about our defense? I think it's it's dangerous to play so wide open in the back when you haven't historically shown the ability to get back and provide coverage. Look, they were pointing out the Dallas game over and over again, which is when it was oh, a back yeah. and forth affair. The track meet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with this comment here. There there does need to be better defense and some better creativity. I think I think it it, it feels to me 
that Miami is trying to decide, do we want to have more midfield creativity or a better defense? And, it, and it's, it's, it's a little hard. You've got some good defensive pieces, but I think it's like, do you want to have four at the back? And maybe uh, a ju- uh, like sacrifice a little bit of the creativity, or do you want to have the three at the back with the wing backs pushing up to where they can ideally drop back to five, but they don't usually, um, mm-hmm. and then they can push up and get that additional creativity. But it feels like in this game specifically, you didn't quite have the creativity in the midfield, and then you definitely didn't have the defensive structure and shape when it swung back the other way. In the first half, Miami got lucky that Chicago just also really, really sucked at finishing. Yes. And then Shakiri yeah. decided, oh, I think I'm going to wake up. And that's not great if Shakiri decides to wake up. And he did. Alpine Messi, apparently. Uh, Taylor oh, Trollman yeah. was sitting on that I one for a that. while. And he, and he was very proud of himself also. <laughs> he did call out. He was like, it took me 18 minutes to figure that out. So, um. And, I, and this com- this comment right here, Danny, is just really me. And Emerson Rodriguez was fast. Hope we get him back. You're, Danny probably doesn't feel the same as you do, like, Mr. Like I Krabs. I never wear another pink jersey. Well, but I am dying man. for him to return back from Mexico. For what? What do you mean? For what? And uh, what do you think about the John Mota coming in? Because I'm I, I'm I would have preferred to see David Ruiz play over the John Mota. Well, and I, I think that John Mota, I think that they're trying to build some minutes under him. For yeah, what? I think that that's I think that that's the purpose of it because he for what though? He, but he, he was sucks. a cat. He was a he was a good player for us before Messi and Busquets and Alba and before he got injured. I'm not saying that he's the greatest, but he did put in critical minutes before he got injured. No, Danny. No. Was he not like a critical player on our team? No, you're telling me he wasn't a starter and played no. seventy plus minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And Funaba okay. was a full time coach. That doesn't mean that they're good at what they're doing. All right, but do you think that he's willing to? All right, I think that it is good to invest in David Ruiz. But uh, I'm going to tell you thinking, what I don't like about well, Mota. Let's get Mota okay? back so, in. So let, let me be clear, okay? Let, let me let me be clear. Let me let me backtrack, right? Because I, I felt like I went kind of hard on Mota. You set me up I, on that. I don't like Mota as a defensive midfielder because he doesn't like playing as a defensive midfielder, right? So if you're going to take Arroyo out, which is the only defensive midfielder we have, the reason Busquets plays so well when Arroyo's playing is because he has the freedom to roam because Arroyo will hold down the midfield defensively. Mota has ants in his pants. He's dying to kick that field goal. Like, he's dying for it. He's looking for it. Mota is not a six. So if you're going to put Mota in, you put him in for Kremaki which I think would be stupid, but that's who you put him in for. If you're going to take out a Royal, you take him out for David Ruiz. David Ruiz can play defense. He'll stay back there. Why Mota's coming in to fill in that role, I guess maybe they were getting desperate and they wanted a little more offense because they were behind, but that just opens you up to more counterattacks. Yeah. So it's, it's like choose your poison, I suppose. I'll tell you what, I uh, I was getting worried that Chicago was going to go to the legend Kai Kamara on the sub, and that's who we had to watch out for. Nope. Ooh. Nope, that's not the sub they brought in that destroyed us. Jeez, uh, no. but you know, like, you know what's funny? Kai a, Kamara. He's a, he's a Miami killer. Yes, I, it was. I, I want to say it was in March, maybe April. But we played against Chicago in Miami, and they beat us on a counter with Kai Kamara, the 87 year old man, basically crawling, and we could not get back in trans. Yeah. We couldn't get back, and I remember, I was yelling about Yedlin not getting back. And the chat was saying, 
oh, but he just had a baby. He hasn't gotten a lot of sleep. Give him a break. Now, now look, and now, now I'm the one defending Yedlin. Look how the tables have turned, or however Michael Scott says it, how the turntables turn. Yes, but, the, tur- um, the table, the turntables have turned. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, that's how we lost to Chicago in Miami earlier this year. Was they beat us on a counter at the end of the game? I want to say it was an extra time. I can't remember. Maybe it was late eighty in the late 80s, but they beat us. It was Kai Kamara that beat us on tra- in the transition, yes, and Yedlin did not get back. And again, everybody was saying it's because he's tired because he just had a newborn. And now, again, we got beat on the counter consistently. This is just, unfortunately, our, our Achilles heel is this. We just we, we are too aggressive, and we don't have enough players getting back on defense. And that's just what it boils down to. I would like to get to a point where uh, we bring Ben Krim back off the bench. He's I'm not saying he's a bad starter. I do that energy. Think, yeah, I think he's still he's still got quite a bit of raw quality that isn't isn't. It seems to me like he doesn't quite know how to pace himself for a full ninety minutes yet, and so he goes hard and fast in certain spurts, and then you start to see him drift every now and then. I would really like to see, but but to the game in Dallas, right? Brought him off the bench. He was nothing but pure, intense energy the entire time he was on. And he's part of the reason Miami got those goals and ended up winning the game. Yeah. I think if you have somebody that can start and then you bring them off and have uh, Kramashi in for a second 45 or the 30 or whatever, and then you start adding that and adding that, then I think, I mean, next year, I think Kramashi, Kramashi, Kramaki, Kramaki. Kramaki is going to be a starter no-brainer, but I think right now he's a starter out of necessity because there's who else are you going to play? Yeah, I, I can get that. All right. Well, um, somebody just asked if I still think that we're going to make the playoffs. I'd have to check. The only thing is, and we're going to get into uh, this in another episode for a Cincy preview, but the thing is we, we have to be Cincy now. Like now it's gotten to the point where you have to go ahead and you have to win the remaining games. Like we can't lose yeah. now. Like, like we, we're, we're, we don't have that fortune. Now you have to win and hope. Uh, I think Chicago is pretty sitting pretty nicely now with 40 points. They're in the eighth seed. Now we have other teams. And if I, if I could pull this up a second that, that we're chasing. And again, I, I, I can't do the math right now in my head quickly, but I will tell you that if we went out, we get nine points. We end up with 42 points. The most points that NYCFC can end up with is 44. But they played Chicago the last game. So Chicago and NYCFC might knock each other out if we win. Yeah. And then we have Montreal, which I believe lost today. So they're at 37. The most points that they can get is 43. But they still have the Timbers and Columbus. So, I mean, they could technically win out. But who knows? And then DC also lost. They're at 37. They have NYCFC next. So the most that they can end up with is 40. And then we have the Red Bulls, which nobody's worried about. And Charlotte, well, if we win out, it doesn't matter because Charlotte plays us twice. So all in all, we have a good opportunity to still make it. But the thing is, we have to win out now. So I guess it... it, Go ahead. Oh, no, no. You go ahead. Finish what you were going to say. No, I was going to say that we, we have to win out. We have to end up with 42 points and hope that that's enough. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Danny, one of the things I got to I got to show you, I, I shared an image down there. I don't know if you can if, who I can see you it. Or Chris. I can pull it up. 
pull it up. Uh, I got Kramashi's uh, Kramaki's hairstyle from back in the day. So this is me, <laughs> nice. circa circa two thousand and eight. Uh, rocking the Kramaki, rocking the there Kramaki. We go. There it is, or rather, Kramaki's rocking the Joe. Right? The Joe this is true. You came there first. It is. But yes, yes. So, anyways, uh, if anybody that is, a, thinks, that is a look, Joe. You man. got you got a head of Ooh. hair, brother. Yeah, he still does. I do. It's yeah, nice no, look and at thick, that. and yeah, yes. What what show I are we talking about? That. Nice and yeah. thick. What's going on here? Hey, <laughs> I'll take I'll, I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, um. So real quick, uh, just one last thing about the whole. We have to beat um. We have to beat uh Cincy. We have to be Cincy. Yes. Yeah. Cincy, Cincy already. Since he already won the supporter shield, so technically, technically, they could rest their guys. <laughs> they, technically, they could rest their guys. The only thing is, I'm pretty sure Cincy wants to make sure Inter Miami does not make the playoffs. Yeah, because if Inter Miami makes the playoffs, they're gonna guess who they round. could possibly see first round. It's Inter Miami versus Cincinnati. Do you think Cincinnati is gonna run the chance? of possibly losing on Saturday by not playing their starters and then having to see Messi in the first round for a best of three? No. I think Cincinnati's coming full force. Absolutely uh, not. And, uh, and that, that's going to make it very, very difficult for us to win out because I don't, I don't know how we can beat Cincinnati if they're, if they're going all out on Saturday. And, and Rohan, I don't think that – and you're mentioning in the comments, are you for real they want revenge from Open Cup? I think at this point they've already gotten the supporter shield they don't want no revenge from Open Cup. Like, they're off to bigger and better things. They want the MLS Cup. They want to be able to prove themselves season-wide that they yeah, are no, and, and it's not like, bigger and, and better. And we didn't end up winning the Open Cup. I, I don't think it – I mean, maybe, but I, I think it's going to be more trying to avoid Inter-Miami, and especially yeah. a full health, messy-led Inter-Miami if he is healthy in the first round. I think oh, that God. would be the reason. Uh, any final thoughts on the game? Joe, any final thoughts on the game? I'm trying to see if there was anything that y'all talked about that I wrote down. I think the I think the only thing for me was just I'm getting tired of the the switch on the offense, right? So like one of I don't know if it was the the first goal by the sub or the second one that Chicago got, but it was just a nice like pass across the goal, finding the guy at the at the far post. He gets it in. It's just like it it's textbook. I've seen Miami let this in over and over. So I would really like to see Miami decide what they're going to do on defense. And if they're going to leave Drake calendar out to dry, give him a heads up. So he's maybe cheating a little <laughs> bit and can stop a few of these. Yeah. Um, and then I need, I need Ben Krim to finish those chances. That's the only other yes. thing. And Mike V is mentioning here, Danny, since he wants that messy money, we're going to beat them, but lose. You know how, and lose to Charlotte, I'll finish that off. You know how wild it would be, Danny, that we beat Cincinnati after just getting railed by the Chicago Fire? Because this the, the game went from being Miami pushing their chances into the playoffs to Chicago Going back to what it once was, 60,000 fans. Is everybody going to come back and love Chicago? No. They got the Chicago Cubs. They got the Chicago White Sox. They got the Chicago Bears. They got the Chicago Bulls. You guys are done. You're going to have like 24,000 bad. All those teams are bad, though. Yeah. But they got a long following, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Coast fans are some of the most loyal and battered fans. Oh, yeah. Got to find yeah, the Coast fans to start a battered Cubs. Yes, podcast. that would be good. 
Uh, will Messi play next game? I doubt it. I really do. Uh, Joe. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Chris, any final thoughts on the game? Uh, I wrote down in my notes around like the 81st, 82nd minute. This game is a fucking disaster. Complete defensive blunder. Fuck this shit. You know what I you know what I love about Chris's notes is that if you look at his notebook, it's in black and white, but yet it's so colorful. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Yes, it is. (laughs) It is. All right. Uh so real quick, uh somebody figure out who it was that actually It was right here. I put it up. I I started. Okay. Eight new starters. So what you're keeping is I'm assuming Messi, Jordi Alba, and uh Busquets. So at this point, you do not think Drake Callender is good enough to start. You don't think Kamal Miller is good enough to start. You don't think either Robert Taylor or Farias, one of those two, is good enough to start. Who else? Uh, who else am I forgetting? Uh, Gregory, not good enough to start. Um, Bankram? I mean, I, I know Bankram. you guys say you like him off the bench. Coco I John. I wouldn't. Oh, Come on. Come on. Let's, we're being serious here. Uh, Rohan, that's a beautiful so, point. I, I, I do think that um I, I think we do just not say need it eight new starters. I do not think we need eight new starters. Just say I, it. Tariq, you're fucking oh, crazy, bro. And Campana also. You don't think Campana's good enough to be a starter? I think Campana's a pretty solid nine, especially if he has Messi playing with him. I think Messi him and Messi didn't get to play much until the I mean, right before Messi got injured, unfortunately. Uh, wait. I, I, I mean, look at what Tariq said. No, 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 and no. Maybe just calendar. So say seven right. starters. <laughs> all right uh joe like i said you're gonna be in south florida we're looking I forward am. to it please give us one last plug so that everybody in the chat all 100 and what well, now it's 157 are you and then all the the people that I listen to later on know what's going on and see if they can make it out to this awesome event yes yeah, so what i what i will say uh if you go to at miami fusion pod on instagram i've got the details there um but this friday night october 6th from 8 to 9 30 p.m at uh mickey burns apparently i've been saying it wrong so sorry mickey burns it's not mickey byrns like i've been saying over and over for six months like a freaking idiot mickey (laughs) burns irish pub Glad I figured that out now before the live show. We're having a live show. Uh, it's a Miami Fusion reunion event uh, and live podcast recording of the 25 for 25, the story of the Miami Fusion from those who lived it. Jim Marini and I are co-hosting the live show, and we're going to bring on former Fusion players, coaches, staff to share some stories. There's going to be exciting times. There's going to be pint glass specials. Um, there's an Eventbrite link. There's no cost for the tickets, but we ask people to grab them via the Eventbrite link because uh, it helps us know how many people to expect. And then uh, it's going to be a great time. So that's the the big plug. The other plug is that the 25 for 25 show is up for football content awards for best international podcast. Uh, so if you go to footballcontentawards.com slash voting, you can vote for 25 for 25 is best international podcast, or you can go to, or, and you can go to Instagram at football.content.awards, scroll down till you see the image best international podcast click on it and comment at miami fusion pod that counts as a vote as well i'm going to liverpool in november for the award ceremony and i would love 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 to win and also here's an here's a fun fact for folks that are inter miami fans as well inter miami is up for best international football club also so you can vote for inter miami and vote for my podcast so we can have both miami clubs uh win some awards so yeah but see come out on friday you truly do not know who's going to show up um there's going to be some 
Uh, I know, I know, I got, I got an idea. I'll be there. That's one. It's one guy, right? And Jim Rudy's gonna be there. That's two. Uh, but we got some really cool fusion memorabilia as well. Um, that uh, uh, I think, I think we've got the old flag that flew over Lockhart Stadium in the 2001 season that we're going to be displaying. So uh, we've got a few other fun uh, things we're going to be giving away and showing, and then lots of fun stories and. Who knows when the mic goes off, what other stories you might hear if you get a few pints and a few guys. So you never know. There you go. Those, those are the fun stories. Whenever you go to those live podcasts, yeah. <laughs> once they once they hit that red button to, to stop recording, that's when exactly. the fun stuff comes. All right. Well, make sure that you're out there. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And um, yes, I, I can't. We've been talking about this since the first time you came on back in April. So yeah, that's it's right. finally time. So definitely exciting. Uh, so go ahead make sure that you go to Brightline and sign up for all that. Did I say, did I say Brightline? I think you said Brightline. Bright it's Event Bright. But if you just Event go to Bright. the Instagram, uh, I've got a post about it. There's a link. If you check out the stories, you can right probably now, see Brightline to Hollywood. It, yes. You could. There you go. There you go. Well, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave a five star review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube or if you are literally listening to my voice live right now, please hit the like button. If you haven't already, subscribe. And uh, as always, if you were part of the chat, we appreciate you joining in. Thank you. As always, you are the best part of the show. And Joe, our... I can't say it because we've had so many guests on. I'd be insulting people. One of our favorite battered herons. We appreciate you taking the time to join us and, uh, and look forward to seeing you in person on Friday. That's right. So for everybody else, until the next one, have a good one.